acting. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about that same old bullshit we hear all the time. The $1,000 toilet or the $400 hammer that, I forget which president it was that brought that up. But those were all politically motivated statements and they simply were not true. So let's get straight to the point. Why are government, federal government, items that we purchased so expensive sometimes? Well, that goes right back to the foundation of procurement law and statutes that are enacted by our federal government, our Congress. It is not the government. It is not the contracting officers. It's not the Army, Navy, Air Force, DOD, or anybody else. It is, in fact, Congress who creates the legislation that and the specifications that must be met. And therefore, because it is legislated, and it is law, certain things have to be done a certain way, and built a certain way, and built to a certain standard, and by doing so, it's going to cost a hell of a lot more. Now, take a, let's take a look simply between the uh, M1 Abrams tank that we in the United States build in one of our two plants. I think one of them is in Detroit. And let's take a look at the Russian pieces of shit or crap that we have seen on TV recently, laying all over the road in the Ukraine. And if you get right down to really close inspection, and you look at the quality and the methodologies behind how each of the tanks are built, there is such a significant difference between American weaponry and the quality of that weaponry and that of the Russian tanks, the Soviet-era-made tanks. They don't last they're not properly built to maintain. Uh, when the Russians build them, they build them to crank them out. Uh, their, their welds are sometimes improper. The specification and requirements for the kinds of nuts and bolts that go into them and electronics is hodgepodge and well, rather just piss poor. Whereas in the American-built Abrams tanks, they're very, very finite specific requirements for testing using ANSI standards, MIL-I, MIL-Q, a lot of new commercialized inspection procedures for quality assurance and quality control. And I can assure you that the Soviets, the Russians, do not do that. We in America take great strides in building to very heightened level of specifications and those heightened level of specifications in terms of quality control and build are very, very expensive to do. And thus, that's why, uh, for example, a screw may be stipulated as needing to be stainless steel and magnetic or stainless steel built in America with American stainless steel and magnetic or a ham hammer and screwdriver must be properly demagnetized uh, or de-electrified or have some kind of means of ensuring that shocks and po positive negative charges do not occur based on the kind of engine electronics that you're working on as a mechanic to prevent explosions. And I can assure you that the Russians don't do that. We do. And thus, a hammer back in the 1980s that might have cost 
because of its specifications, because as dictated by Congress in our federal acquisition regulations and the way we do things today in manufacturing, uh, and we lay we have layered specifications. Very possible to have a thousand dollar hammer today. It's not more magic for hammers and screwdrivers costing like five thousand dollars a piece, or we may refer to it when the case when it's lost. So the very expensive processes uh, and they do not stip they do not come from the contracting entity itself, it comes from Congress. So if you as a taxpayer have a bitch about the cost of goods or the cost of something uh, just don't get all that concerned about it because the simple fact is it is your congressmen and your senators that vote to modify and change the laws as to manufacturing, quality control, and uh, inspection and acceptance. I've been out on a number of inspection tours with government quality assurance specialists uh, back when I worked in the Defense Contracting Management Agency. And uh, when I was my own contracting officer working for different federal entities, I would go out and I would actually inspect the products that we were going to build or to buy. One of the inspections I went on with a friend of mine named Dave Armbruster, he took me, he was looking at the wiring of console panels being built by Lockheed Martin. And I asked Dave, I said, show me what you do when you come in to do a wiring inspection. And he did, and it was quite methodical. He goes, we do this, we look at these wires for this, we look at the size of the wire, we look at the screws, the nuts and bolts. Are they all the same? Did they use the products that we had specified? And if not, then we basically stop right there and ding them. He said, so it's very important that we do a methodical end-to-end -end inspection to make sure that this product is being built exactly as we required it to be. Uh, the government goes through uh, multiple tests and inspections and first article inspections to make sure that they pass or fail. And there's really no nothing in between. It's either pass or fail. And if they get a pass, then they can start limited production. So, yes, many of the things that we buy in government cost more than you simply going and buying a standardized commercial hammer off the shelf or a screw off the shelf or a sheet of uh, aluminum off the shelf at a, a Home Depot or something. But this is not what we're typically hearing about by stupid politicians that issue really insane and stupid uh, statements because they simply don't understand the quality control manufacturing process and why certain things cost. If anybody needs to point the fingers at why certain things cost the way that they do, they need to point the fingers directly back at Congress. And I've been on both sides. I've been civilian, I've been military, I've been federal government, and then private CEO, and I've seen all sides of it. And bottom line is that we have to take a look at who stipulates how things are to be done. And most of the time, it is Congress.